Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? We got problems, Carlin. We got problems. We got problems. I'm just just listening to that that intro. We got problems, Carlin, (laughs) because there was a clear game plan coming into Thanksgiving week. And I will say this. We got thrown a curveball by the opposing defense. Yeah. Well, who backpedaled yeah. quicker? You on the turkey or Robert Sala on Zach Wilson being the starting quarterback? I'm. I, here's the thing, Carlin. I'm in a touchy spot, brother. I oh, am you've in got problems. A touchy, touchy spot. We'll get into it. Yes, we'll we will. We will. Canty is getting his first real taste of the dynamics of marriage and family, and it's going to be outstanding. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We are presented by Progressive Insurance, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776, the Dr. Pepper call in line. We simply start here with Mr. Robert Sala. Enroll with Mike White. You know, it's the same same things we talked about when we elevated him to the second spot. I got it. Feels like three three or four weeks ago. Uh, just, you know, we know he's fully capable. He's started in this league. He's won games for us, and um, and we just want to give him an opportunity. Yeah, here's the thing. It had to happen. It's the right thing, and there wasn't any other decision to be made. Zach Wilson is going to be the third quarterback inactive this coming week, and Canty. I'm glad they did it. I'm glad there wasn't any question about it. I'm glad they did it on Wednesday. I don't really care how Zach is feeling about it. He's annoyed as you would expect. That's fine. More than anything else, for the betterment of the Jets football team and for the Jets organization, Zach Wilson has to take a seat and grow up. Well, Carlin, here's the thing, and I, and I think you just alluded to it. Zach Wilson is probably annoyed, but therein lies the problem. The fact that he's not mature enough to understand that he's not getting the job done and his play is to the detriment of the team and them realizing their potential and reaching their ceiling. If he can't understand that, then he's not ready for the job because playing quarterback in the National Football League is not just being able to about being able to spin it, but it's also about being able to lead a locker room full of men and being able to inspire them and being able to get them to sacrifice. And so for Zach Wilson, if this is a situation where he goes in the tank because Rob Sala and Joe Douglas and for the fact of that matter, Woody Johnson made the call to bench him after what happened in week 11, then it's clear that it just validates the decision that they made to pull him from the starting lineup. Here's what else Sala had to say earlier about the decision. His decision-making's been fine. His practice habits, all that stuff have been fine. But there's some basic fundamental things that have gotten really out of whack for him. And this is just an opportunity for him to sit back, focus on those things, find a way to get uh, uh, reconnect to all the different things that we, we fell in love with during the draft process. And it's something that I feel like he's going to be able to do. Yeah, that's fine. If you want to say that he needs a reset... Go ahead and say that. that. It means nothing to me. What I don't understand is... Ho, 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 ho. Don't gloss over this, Carl, Carlin. Don't gloss over it. You, I'm not you, glossing. You, I'm not you, glossing. You, 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 miss, you miss what he said. 
you missed exactly what he he said. It's not his practice habits. It's not his decision making. Yes, there are just some basic fundamental things that he doesn't understand, yep. and he's got to get right. Those basic fundamental things are being accountable to your teammates. Those basic fundamental things are those intangibles that we laud quarterbacks over having, and we we criticize quarterbacks for not having. And it's clear that Zach Wilson doesn't have that. He doesn't have the awareness that you should have as a franchise quarterback. When you step up to the podium and your offense has a grand total of 103 yards in 60 minutes of football and your defense holds the opposing offense to three points and they lose, you absolutely have to accept the blame for not producing more. And the fact that Zach Wilson didn't hesitate when saying that he didn't feel like he let his defense down was enough for Rob Sala and the organization to say, we got to make this decision now for fear of losing the rest of the guys that we got in that locker room. Well, that's exactly where I was going. You can talk about a reset all you want. You, what you hit on at the beginning was the most important part. And here's what else, too, Kenty. There is a need now, and it's frustrating, to coddle. There is a need to publicly coddle to make sure that even in the midst of this, the Jets are still patting him on the back to a degree. It's it's all going to be okay. What's wrong with just coming out at the beginning? You don't have to detail everything. We know what they are. We have witnessed what those problems are. But why can't you just say, we're trying to win, and we need better production from the quarterback, and right now, Zach doesn't understand everything that goes with that. That's it. You know, you know That's why it. you can't. You know why you can't come out and say that, Carlin. Because you're afraid you're going to lose him. No, it's not because you're afraid you're going to lose him. It's because you don't want the owner to be more embarrassed than he already is. Keep in mind, this is not a Joe Douglas and Rob Sala's decision alone. They're not. They're not acting unilaterally. Well, Woody Johnson is going to be involved in it. We, we talked to Rich Semini yesterday. <laughs> when we talked to Rich Semini yesterday, he said Woody Johnson will be involved in making this decision. Think about where the Jets are at as a franchise when it comes to developing quarterbacks. They had Sam Darnold for three years, moved off of him. You've had Zach Wilson for a grand total of a year and a half, and it looks like you're moving off of him. At some point, you have to be able to, to, to develop quarterbacks if you're a functional franchise. Well, and so making a decision to pull Zach Wilson and not creating a soft place for Zach to land and potentially – reestablish himself as the starting quarterback only serves to further embarrass an owner from a dysfunctional franchise that hadn't been in the playoffs in over a decade. But Kenty, like, I wouldn't have even remotely thought about the owner in any of this had you not brought it up. I wouldn't have thought about his embarrassment. I don't think any fans thinking about that. They're thinking about whether or not this kid is salvageable at this point. And it's not about Woody Johnson, even if he's involved in this decision, that I have to coddle him in the press conference? No. I, I, he's the owner. Yeah, what do I, you mean? I, I think if the that, owner is hesitant to pull the kid. But how is the owner embarrassed by any of this? This this has nothing to do with him. It has to do with the player who has embarrassed himself. I get it. The organization hasn't been able to develop the quarterback in, in the last several machinations of whoever yeah, I mean Mark, from, Mark, from Sanchez. Mark Sanchez on Gino, Gino Smith yep. uh, all of it Sam Christian Donald, Hackenberg Zach Wilson Hackenberg, Christian Hackenberg. How, many, how many quarterbacks do we want to run through I understand you've had five not... this past decade but still all you of don't that, think Woody Johnson stop, is embarrassed please? by that 
All of that does not make me think about Woody Johnson. It makes me think about where the Jets are right now. And where they are right now is the rest of that team is good enough to win games. Sure. And I don't think there's anything wrong with just saying we need to win games. It's important to us. It's important to our fans. We, we might be ahead of schedule, which was, you know, something that they were asked about. That doesn't matter. We're here. So the opportunities, as Jet fans know, don't come along very often. The, the, the owner being embarrassed, it wouldn't even strike my mind about it if, if you hadn't mentioned it. Like, I don't even – I don't know if that's a thing right now. I think right now the biggest well, thing you, that they well, have say, is whether or not this guy can play. Well, you can say it's not a thing, Carlin, but here's what I will say. It's clear to the general manager and the head coach that you're probably going to have to find somebody else to be your starting quarterback after what you saw from Zach Wilson in Week 11 in Foxborough. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, to me, it's a no-brainer situation. Like That was an easy decision for the GM and the head coach to make. So why did it take them a full three days to get to the point where they finalized the decision and made it official? The I only reason was... that it took them the only reason that it took them that amount of time, it's not because they had to do due diligence and go back and look at the tape. It's because they had to have a conversation with the owner and get him to understand why they had to make this choice, knowing that this is not something that Woody Johnson would want to go along with because you are just a year and a half into the career of a guy that you chose to make the second overall pick in 2021. That's a tough sell. Well, this is, and so it, that's is, why I'm saying this, this, this posturing that Rob Sala did and bringing up the examples of Alex Smith and Kurt Warner and what happened in their respective careers is why, you know, the, the you know, you know, it, 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 the, those examples being brought up in the presser is 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 basically essentially them trying to sell Woody Johnson on this being the best thing for the franchise, but also potentially being what's in the best interest of Zach Wilson. So the biggest audience in that press conference was Woody Johnson? Is, is, Do you think so? Carlin, Car- Carlin, Carlin, we're talking about the New York Jets. Yeah. Is that outside of the realm of possibility? No, 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 it's not. It's that's not. my point. And I'm saying that's a major problem if that's the case because all he's ever wanted was, was headlines. Okay, all of that aside, at this point, thank God they did it. It's the right thing to do. Yes. Do you believe at any point this year that he's going to be back on the field? I certainly do. I absolutely do. See, I don't know, Carlin. I can't say that definitively, and that's because I don't know how this team is going to respond. Is his Jet career over? It could be. This opens I don't think the it door is, for yeah. it. No, this opens the door for it. Let's not let's not kid ourselves now. Oh no, it opens this, the door. I don't think it's it, open. I don't think it's done yet. I don't think it's done. Well, here's the thing. If Mike White is their quarterback and they make the playoffs, then I think there, there, there are going to be some people that say, well, if Mike White could do this and position us this way, is there a chance for us to upgrade the quarterback position rather than going into 2023 with a question mark around Zach Wilson, Mike White, and whoever else is in that room? To me, knowing the options that are going to be out there and Jimmy Garoppolo being at the top of the list – if Mike White is somehow able to find a way to win three games, because I think that's what it would take for them to get in over this stretch, then absolutely we're having the question about whether or not Zach Wilson has played his last game as the starting quarterback of the New York Jets. It's Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, we're presented by Progressive Insurance. 
Has Zach Wilson, in fact, made his last start? We want to hear from you at 888-SAY-ESPN. Be a part of Canty and Carlin Nation on the Dr. Pepper call in line. 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation, presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season. Without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. Canty, the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Giants on Thanksgiving Day. Is yes, a, sir. It is a spectacular game. We have three, I, I think we have, you know, all told here, perhaps the best slate of Thanksgiving games that we have had in a really long time, maybe in about 10 or 15 years with all three of these games and what they are. But whether it's the, you know, the Lions-Bills early, uh, Giants-Cowboys, and then later on, of course, Vikings-Patriots. Uh, as far as the Giants-Cowboys game is concerned, this game is exceptionally important for the Cowboys, but can't he even more so? It is a whole lot more dangerous because I think there's a good chance that Dallas loses this game. Yeah, I, I said that on Get Up this morning. I, I've got the Cowboys on upset alert, Carlin. Last week, what we saw the Giants do against the Detroit Lions, that was an outlier. That's not who the New York football Giants are. You're talking about a team last week that turned the ball over three times. That's the first time that's happened this season on the offensive side of the ball. You're also talking about Daniel Jones throwing multiple interceptions. First time that's happened this season. And then Saquon Barkley having a season low in terms of touches and yards from scrimmage. That's not going to happen for a second consecutive week. Also, Carlin, in the Giants' two previous losses, they followed those up with 47 rush attempts in one game and 44 rush attempts in the other game. That, that, that's what they do. They follow that up by getting back to basics and running the football, which is the identity of that team. And Saquon Barkley in both of those games following losses, 30-plus rush attempts. So I imagine the the Dallas Cowboys defense is going to get a heavy dose of Saquon Barkley. And, Carlin, we've seen that the Dallas Cowboys defensive front is not about that life a couple of weeks ago in Lambeau. Yeah, it's not. And I also think the Jones factor adds something to it, too, in in terms of running the ball a little bit, Not not in a Josh Allen way. But it adds a little dynamic to it where you have to respect it. Um, he ran for he... seven first downs in their first meeting in week three, Carlin. Yep. Daniel Jones, seven first downs. Two of them were design runs. The rest were quarterback scrambles. Here... So to your point, Daniel Jones could be an X factor, not in the passing game, but in the running game. Yeah. And, and as far as the Cowboys are concerned, here's Dak on Jerry Jones saying that the Vikings' performance – uh, convinced him that they were Super Bowl contenders. I, I was convinced before. Um, yeah, I mean, he tells you guys a lot of things. I'm not going to get caught up on one of his statements. Um, as I said, uh, we know the confidence that we have. We know the team that we have uh, and just this brotherhood. So we're just trying to continue to build. As I said, we laid a brick last week, a pretty good one. Uh, but we've got to turn the page from that and make sure that we do that again this Thursday and just continue to progress. This game is ex- exceptionally important for the Cowboys because it is a massive game. It is a huge game in the division. But Canty... What's the perception of the Cowboys of the last several years? They blow big games. Exactly. You put them in the playoffs, you put them in big spots, and they're not going to get it done. And they're going to fold in the end. Case in point would be the wild card round against the San Francisco 49ers. Yep. This is an opportunity. The stage felt too big for the Giants then. And to what you're alluding to, the stage might be too big for them tomorrow, Thanksgiving Day. For the Giants or for the Cowboys? For the Cowboys. For the Cowboys, yes. And – so here's the thing. If you go out there tomorrow and you win this game, I think it actually proves something. Maybe not just – it certainly does to me. But 
to a lot of people that maybe this is a team that is ready for prime time, so to speak. It is a team that is ready to take that next step because <laughs> I, I did not want to look at your mentions, uh, but I did earlier with the Cowboy fans uh, just blowing you up because you suggested they could lose this game tomorrow. This is not out of the realm of possibility. And the fact that they are 10-point favorites, basically, against the Giants in a divisional game on Thanksgiving Day and the Giants have won seven games, I mean, that seems absurd to me. And it seems like everybody buys in a little too quickly on this team. Well, here's the thing. I think people are looking to the Giants missing so many starters uh, from from the group that came out on the field against the Lions a week ago. You're talking about them being down as many as six starters, Carlin. And we'll get more on this from Jordan Renan. But just to mention a few of the names, Adoree Jackson is going to be out. Daniel Bellinger is going to be out. Evan Neal is going to be out. So you're going to be missing – a lot of key cogs on that team. Wandale Robinson, he's got a torn ACL. He's out for the rest of the year. So not having those guys, not having, you know, the full complement of your roster could potentially be to, you know, be an issue. But I just think styles make fights. And in this situation, what the Giants do best just so happens to be the weakness of the Dallas Cowboys. Mm. And from a defensive standpoint, the best way to slow down that Cowboys offense is by not letting those guys on the field. You can do that with Saquon Barkley by being able to sustain drives and staying on schedule. And that's why Brian Dayball emphasized that when he addressed the media this week. This is a game where the Giants absolutely have to stay on schedule. They can't afford any negative plays, any penalties. If they can play a clean game, no penalties or limited penalties, limited turnovers, um, and, 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 and limited negative plays, I think this is a situation where you start talking about the Giants being able to chart a path to pulling off the upset. But am I overstating the importance of this game for the Cowboys? No. No. I, because because the Cowboys are in a situation where they have championship aspirations, Carl. And that's the difference between these two teams coming into this game. The Giants are ahead of schedule as far as I'm concerned. With what Joe Shane and Brian Dable have done, they're 7-3 and three through their first 10 games. Nobody thought that the Giants would be where they're at right now, but the Dallas Cowboys came into this season expecting to be where they're at. And some would say they thought they would be in first place in the division at this point in the season, but they're not. The Giants don't have any pressure going on them in this game. The Cowboys have all the pressure. So I don't think you're overstating how important this game is to them. And think about this, Carlin. You go from being a team, if you win this game, to having an opportunity – uh, to potentially win the division and win the number one seed to a team that's going to be relegated to having to go the wild card route. And we spoke at nauseum about the wild card. There only ain't been but one team in the last decade that's went the wild card route that didn't have Tom Brady as their quarterback and won a Super Bowl, and that was Aaron Rodgers in the 2010 Green Bay Packers. So that's what the Cowboys have to try to avoid but I don't know that they're going to be able to do that if they don't win this game tomorrow. I, I think it's not just perception of everybody else, people like me, who don't believe that they are, are, you know, frankly, just tough enough to win tight games or to win big games, but also for themselves. Also for themselves. Because th- this is, the owner continues to hang it on you. <laughs> he continues to go out there and say things like, there's no doubt this is a Super Bowl contender. All right, let's see it. Let's see you go and prove it because nobody's backing off of anything they say in Big D. That's very clear. It's Canty and Carlin. And I hate the fact that I've called it Big D twice in two days. 
Like you, that's you, so you're, you're on that. You're on that right now. I don't know why you're doing that. I hate that. You're, you're not a Cowboys fan. Well, it, it's not. I'm, it's not. I'm, a, I'm not a Cowboys fan. I'm a fan of the Metroplex area. I'm a big Dallas fan. My brother lived there for 25 years. He used to visit all the time. I would. It would strike me that would be a thing. Like, do people in Dallas hate it being called Big D? I would think so. No. 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 Like no. you, you go to somebody from San Francisco. Years. No. You go to Nobody San Francisco and say Frisco, people hate you. You know, <laughs> they can't stand you anyway. Can't hear Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app. God, we have got so much to get to, and that's just the first segment of the show for Pete's sake that you just heard. Eight 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 say ESPN on Zach Wilson on if he should start again for the Jets this year. Are they doing the right thing? And on the Cowboys, are they fully capable? of winning a big game it is all on the docket can the giants overcome their injuries and pull off this upset chris teased a moment ago we will check in with one of our experts on the matter right after this from our friends at fanduel now football season oh, we are right in the midst of it so now is the perfect time to download fanduel america's number one sports book because right now new customers get a no sweat first bet up to a thousand bucks. That's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Sign up with promo code PLAY. The app is safe, secure, super easy to use. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. Look, I love family, but do you want to listen to your inane aunt talking tomorrow? Or do you want to pay attention to the over under on Saquon Barkley's rushing yard? Yes! Hello. Exactly. That's what I thought. So sign up today. Promo code PLAY. For your no-sweat first bet, make every moment more this season with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-522-4 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP-LOUISIANA, 1-877-8-HOPE-NY, or text HOPE-NY to 467-369 in New York. Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee, 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming, or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! 
playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? Great slate of Thanksgiving Day games tomorrow. Giants, Cowboys, right at the top of that list. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. The Giants are a fascinating team right now, considering the fact that they have gone 7-3 and three so far, and yet most people still don't seem to believe in them. They are dealing with some injuries, yes. But they are actually 10-point dogs going into Dallas tomorrow. Jordan Ronan, ESPN NFL Nation, covering the Giants, is going to spend his Thanksgiving in Texas. Hello, Jordan. Hello, Chris. It is going to be a nice Thanksgiving, though. A good football game, and Jerry Jones takes care of you in that press box, let me tell you. Even (laughs) on normal Sundays, he takes care of you. Thanksgiving, he takes care of you as well, I heard. <laughs> wow, man! And now I'm thinking about getting on a plane, Jordan, because I get to see that football <laughs> game and then that. But that that aside, uh, Jordan, let's get right into it. How bad are these Giants' injuries going into tomorrow? How much is this going to hamstring them, so to speak? I mean, just think about this for a second. It's possible that they have lost six starters from last week alone. From last week alone. Heading into this game, that's that's where the Giants are at right now. Now, I mean, you could sit there and we could debate, you know, are they the high, a lot of them high-end starters? No. You know, are some of them, you know, huge drop-offs? Probably not. But still, to lose six starters in one week and, like, and have to play four days later, you can imagine what that does to your team. And I think the biggest loss for them is Adoree Jackson because he was their number one cornerback. And... They really don't have a replacement for him. Like, it really, that's going to be a really tough one to fill. Who's going to stop C.D. Lamb? The Giants couldn't really stop him, by the way, the first time they played with Adoree Jackson. Now it's almost like good luck trying to stop him now. Jordan, we heard Brian Dayball preach the importance of this offense being able to stay on schedule. We understand it's a consequential game for both teams, but what are some of the things that Brian Dayball is talking to his team about trying to get them prepared to play against a division rival in such a big game on a short week? Yeah, I mean, Chris, I heard I heard you mention it, and I'm pretty much, I think, the only one that's on the same boat as you. I think the Giants are, at the very minimum, going to keep this game close. Like, everybody, you know, you know, you're around football long enough. Coaches tell you all the time, it's never as good as it looks, it's never as bad as it looks. Yep. So it just so happens the Giants are coming off their worst game of the year, the Cowboys are coming off their best game of the year by a wide margin. I mean, they played, like, almost perfect, right? So everyone is, like, penciling the Cowboys into the Super Bowl, basically, or in that Super Bowl caliber hunt. And the Giants, meanwhile, aren't even, you know, are debatable to make the playoffs. By the way, they both enter the game. They're both 7-3. and three. 
and the key to the Giants, what do they do well? What is Brian Dable going to preach? Running the football, right? The Giants are one of the top running teams in the league. What is the Dallas Cowboys' weakness? Stopping the run. I mean, it's all about that. I asked him, I said, how important is the run to you in this game? And what he told me was all you have to do is put on the tape. And you go watch the Cowboys. And if you get into must-pass situations against the Cowboys, all you're going to see are negative plays. For them, it's about getting in decent down and distance, third down, and that means getting gaining yards and getting good plays on first and second down and running the football. So I'd expect Saquon, Saquon, Saquon. Stick to really what's worked for the Giants all year, right? Everything that the, the way they've won game, the recipe that they've won games, is how they have to do it against the Cowboys again. Jordan Ronan covers the Giants, ESPN NFL Nation, joining Canty and Carlin. Jordan, everybody asks this question. Give me an answer. Is the 7-3 and three real? Is this who the Giants are? Uh, I probably not. They're probably that's probably a little better than than what they are. Like, but are they a team that I think is going to make the playoffs? Yes, I do. Are like, are they a team that I think is going to contend for like seriously for a school? No, I don't. But I have a hard schedule coming down the stretch here. I mean, two against the Eagles, Minnesota, Dallas, Washington twice was playing pretty well, and Indy, who you know has surprised people the last couple of weeks. So I think you're going to get a, a, a sort of a market correction a little bit. You know, their, their early season schedule worked in their favor. But I do think they are a pretty good football team. They found a recipe for success and gave, you know, run the football, don't make mistakes, keep the game close, make enough plays in the fourth quarter, use your quarterback's legs. And like I said, that's what they're going to try and do in this game. And for them to have any success – Every week, they kind of have to do that little room, little margin for error, which is why when they don't play well and they turn the ball over three times and they put a poor, poor performance, they get smashed at home by the Detroit Lions. Jordan, the future of Zach Wilson with the Jets is being discussed after Rob Sala made it official that he's benching their quarterback ahead of Week 12. But I, I think it, it kind of brings into the conversation the future of what's going to happen with Daniel Jones and the New York Giants. Can you give us any insight on that front in terms of what he showed and how Brian Dayball and Joe Shane view him? Yeah, I want you to, to look at the difference here. If you go back a few weeks, Daniel Jones had receivers dropping the balls left and right, right? And Marcus Johnson dropped the slant. Probably at like the two-yard line, could end up being a touchdown. And Daniel Jones, in a rare display of emotion, you see the camera caught him saying, catch the damn ball, right? Daniel Jones steps up to the podium after the game and apologizes for getting upset for the fifth drop of the game by his wide receivers, right? The, the Giants see that kind of stuff every day. That is who Daniel Jones is, right? He's steady. He's reliable. He's talented. He can, look, he can run the football. I, I, I really do believe that they have liked what they've seen so far. But there's seven games remaining. Joe Shane said it's a continual evaluation. And to me, actions speak louder than words, even more so here. The Giants went to Saquon in the bye week and had a contract discussion. They did not have that same discussion with Daniel Jones. Number one, he needs to stay healthy, play a full season, has never done it yet in his career. Number two, how does he perform in these big, tough, clutch games down the stretch? 
I think those are going to go a long way in determining if the Giants bring back Daniel Jones. And if so, how much is he worth? Because that franchise tag for a quarterback is going to be 30, plus, 30 32, 35, somewhere, something in that range. Mm-hmm. Right? Is Daniel Jones worth 30 plus million? Or is he willing to, you know, take something less from the Giants? And I think it's, it's going to be a really delicate. Mike Tannenbaum, he thinks that Jones is going to end up getting $25 plus million because if he does hit the open market, they're keen at these quarterbacks. And we've seen it before, guys. Nick Foles, uh, Matt Flynn, Brock Osweiler. There are co- if you're a quarterback, all you need is one team. One team out there. Jordan, run on Jordan. Awesome stuff. Appreciate it, man. Enjoy Dallas. You got it, guys. Have a great Thanksgiving. You too. It is, it's an awesome, awesome game tomorrow afternoon, but there's a pretty good one right before it, too, that, yes, involves, that involves the Buffalo Bills and the Detroit Lions. Can you go from being an MVP candidate to a game manager? It's next on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact. Helping the small stand tall. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? The Bills back in their home away from home, Detroit. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. They're taking on the... Detroit Lions tomorrow after they beat the Browns the other day in Detroit because of that seven-foot snowstorm in Buffalo. ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save over $700 on average. Canty, um, we'll get to hearing from Zach Wilson in 10 minutes, who just spoke to the media a moment ago. 
the story of the day that Zach Wilson has been benched by the New York Jets. You'll hear from him in just moments. Meanwhile, this first game tomorrow between the Bills and the and the Lions, uh, I, you know, for Buffalo, I, I think this is actually going to be a pretty good game. It's just a question of whether or not, for me, the Lions can keep up offensively for a little while. And I don't think the Bills' defense is going to play so poorly, even though the Lions can run the ball, uh, that they're going to uh, make this a, you know, it's not going to be a runaway game, but I don't think there will be a doubt at the end of the game. I don't think well, the last five minutes will not be in doubt. Yeah, I, and, I, and I hear you on that. And, and and let's give kudos to Buffalo because they were able to go on the road and get a win against some pretty adverse circumstances, right? Yep. You're talking about having a lot of illnesses throughout the team where guys couldn't practice. You had the practice schedule influx because of the weather that was coming in. And guys were unsettled because they didn't know when they were going to get to Detroit and whether or not they were going to be able to play the game on Sunday. So let's give credit to the entire organization, but mostly the guys in the locker room, for going to Detroit when it should have been a home game in Orchard Park, very workmanlike, and getting a tough, hard-fought win against the Cleveland Browns. And, and really, Carlin... They were the ones that were the more physical team against the Browns. And we thought that that advantage lied with Cleveland coming into that Week 11 matchup, but it wasn't. So I will give credit to the Buffalo Bills. Now, here comes the second test. You're talking about going back to Buffalo and then turning around in two and a half days and having to play in Detroit again. Familiar environment because you just played there four days ago. But, Carlin, that's a lot of travel. Yeah, That's a lot of different for guys – that are professional athletes, creatures of habit. And so I think this has the potential to be a lot closer than what a lot of people expect, knowing how well the Detroit Lions have been playing of late. Well, Detroit that's Lions what I won three straight in, games, yeah. Carlin. Yeah. Three listen, straight. That, and, and, and now they're what, starting to believe in all of the things that Dan Campbell is selling to them. And so that's why I think this game is going to be a little little feistier than a lot of people want to want to acknowledge. I, I know people think of Detroit Lions all, oh, it's just a game that kind of gets you started on Thanksgiving and get to the better matchups at 4 o'clock and at 8 o'clock. But this is a game that people need to pay attention to because I think we're going to be in store for a good one. No, listen, I don't disagree, and I think that that Detroit crowd will be very fired up given how they have played lately, and they have won these games lately, uh, and there's reason for optimism and hope in Detroit for the first time in a long time. Here's the one thing, though, all right? Josh Allen, as much as we focus on the fact that he has turned the football over too much, I don't think the Bills can limit what Josh Allen does. Can't You can't put him in a spot where you're taking away his ability to be a big-time playmaker here because I, as frustrating as the turnovers are, I also know that he, while he has to get better at it, I can't turn this guy into a game manager. Yeah, but, I mean, you would hope that through 10 games you would have more than just two outings where your offense didn't turn the ball over. And that's where I'm at with the Buffalo Bills. You, you can't have these self-inflicting wounds, and Josh Allen has been at the center of it, Carlin. He's got 13 turnovers on the year, mm. which is the most in the National Football League. Now, what's going to potentially be an issue for him tomorrow is that he's going up against a defense that has seven takeaways in the last three games. The Detroit Lions are plus six in turnover margin during their three-game win streak. So they've been living and dying with being able to take the football away. And so I think that's one of the things that we have to circle that could balance the scales in terms of these two teams matching up. The Bills are more talented, no doubt, 